welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, hello everyone. We're going to talk a little bit this morning about praise and worship. So I know there are a lot of um, denominations that don't focus on that very much, but we want to talk about how important it is to be involved with God in, in worshiping Him and praising Him. And we want to talk a little about why we do that. And I think the best way to start with that is to look at some examples out of the Bible of why they did it and how they did it. Because um, I think that's sometimes a little confusing too. I mean, people think of praise and worship as just crazy people standing up in church with their hands raised, singing for hours at a time. And while that might be the way you praise and worship, it might not be. Um, and that's okay. So let's just talk about that a little bit. Ladies, are you ready to go? I am. This is Rosemary. I'm here. Yep, I'm ready. Let's go. Suzanne and Terry. All right. Well, the first scripture that I pulled out of the Word was Second Chronicles 29.30, because I wanted to give some Old Testament examples, and then we'll go into the New Testament after Jesus came. So this is Second Chronicles 29.30. King Hezekiah and his officials ordered the Levites to praise the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer. So they sang praises with gladness and bowed down and worshiped. So we can sing. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. bow down. Um, some of us easier than others. <laughs> some easier some than days, others. Some yeah, days bow, easier than others. Some days easier than <laughs> some others. Some of us bow down and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These days, yeah, once I get down, it's hard to get up. <laughs> There's another one in Psalm 26, 7. Proclaiming aloud your praise and telling of all your wonderful deeds. Mm. What would that look like? Mm. I think we want to remind God mm-hmm. of the things He's done for us because that lets Him know that we know what He's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of an important thing. I grew up in a tradition where um, we used to say that praise positions you with God. Okay, And I, I like thinking of it that way because what it does is it acknowledges that we know He's our God. Because mm-hmm. who else would you praise? So, <clears throat> excuse me, so a, a right, right there it would be like going, God, you are good. You are omnipotent. Lord, you've got everything in creation. You've created everything. And it would yeah. just flow like that. And it would just, Words, like it would that. just be saying who He is and mm-hmm. just claiming who He is and knowing that. Think about when you praise your kids. I mean, praise is a very important thing. When we mm-hmm. praise our kids, they kind of rise mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And they... They sort of feed off that. It brings out the best in them. Um, and I think we're sort of that way as adults, too. When somebody tells you you've done a great job, you really like that. Yeah. So I think sometimes we don't think of God as having emotions and, and, and feeling the same way about things that we do, but I think He does. I think when we praise Him, it says to Him, okay, those are good kids. Mm-hmm. You know, They know what I've done, and they appreciate it. We all like to be appreciated, right? Absolutely. And so don't we want our Father to know that we appreciate Him? I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another aspect of saying it out loud is sometimes Sometimes I don't feel like praising or worshiping, and I'm just in a terrible funk, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm, I don't know 
what's stinky in me, but it's there, you know? (laughs) And saying those praise phrases Mm -hmm. out loud can change that. And and like you said, Angie, it's changing your position Mm -hmm. um, to line that up. But sometimes it serves as a reminder for ourselves as well. That's Mm -hmm. a good point. And it kind of comes back with yours. It's like when things are out of order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So things might all be fine, but they're out of order and we haven't put God first. Right. That's right. And that's where praise can just change your mood, change your thinking, mm-hmm. even if you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I guess, I, I, I don't need to know. I know who God is. I'm going to focus on God and put everything there. Yeah. Well, there is a scripture that talks about giving a sacrifice of praise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think when you're feeling in that funk and um, you don't know why, that happens to me f- fairly often. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or even yeah. if you do know or why. Or even if you do know why. Right. If you, know? you can open your mouth... And speak out those praises. I do think that that helps. It changes your heart a little bit. It softens your heart. Um, because it reminds you, too. You're not just reminding God, but you're reminding you, too, of who He is and what He's capable of and that He really is the source um, in your life for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people um, connect with God through, there's several different ways, main ways that connect. And some people do that with music. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, that is one way for me to get into that praise and worship um, is by listening to music, Christian music, mm-hmm. that lifts God up. And that does help me if I'm in a, in a bad mood or, you know, just not even a bad mood, just going on with my day and just not, you know, thinking about God. Put that music in and pretty soon, you know, I, I am praising God. And yeah. I'm not the kind of person that can uh, easily think up my own words. You know, I'm not a, a songwriter like, you know, David had all this in his heart and he just poured it out in the I songs. I you were going to say Paul Anka. But go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> him too. <laughs> so with someone else's words. And the, the, someone else's music, mm-hmm. I can really praise can the really Lord, and I can really get back into that right position, as you said, um, Angie, and um, yeah, it really helps to get me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom is a big song person, and so she sings. Shout out to Esther. <laughs> she sings all day long. Oh, you know, awesome. and that does. You know, at eighty-seven now, life's kind of quiet and maybe a little bit boring and a little depressing um, because she's pretty much housebound except to go to church on Wednesday and Sunday. But those songs really keep her going. Mm -hmm. You know, all those little praise Mm -hmm. songs that she sings, they lift her up. They lift her spirit up. I think one of the things we might want to talk about is that um, we are a spirit. God is a spirit. And we worship in spirit and in truth. So when we get worship going, it engages our spirit. Mm. And that's our inner man. So once that's lifted up, then the rest is going to follow. The body's going to follow. The mind's going to follow. Um, whatever, wherever the spirit leads. And so I think if we, are, if we get our spirit engaged in that worship, then we, it will lift us up physically and mm. mentally and every other way. That could be why a lot of church services start out with praise and worship. Mm-hmm. It, there again, setting it's that, that positioning, setting that tone, mm-hmm. um, I think, to recognize um, that we believe God is who He says He is and that His Son Jesus is who He says He is. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that that is really important. Um, there's another scripture you're probably going to love, Terry. Psalm 33.1 says, Sing joyfully to the Lord, mm-hmm. you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. So mm-hmm. singing can definitely be a big part of that praise and worship. Um, Psalm 69.30, I will praise God's name in song and glorify Him with thanksgiving. And then Psalm 71.8, My mouth is filled with your mm-hmm. praise, declaring your splendor all day long. Awesome. I like the Psalm 43. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Mm. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. I love that He put a new song in my mouth. Yeah, that's cool. very cool. Yeah. It may sound pretty weird. No, well, but no. It's, it's His. It's his. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, First Chronicles 15 16 says David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their fellow Levite. Excuse me, their fellow Levites as musicians to make a joyful sound with musical instruments, lyres, harps, and cymbals. In my house, we always said, you know, you don't have to be able to carry a tune. God just appreciates you making a joyful noise. And so even if you can't sing, because a lot of these, you know, we think of singing, Mm -hmm. even if you can't sing, it's okay. Mm-hmm. God doesn't care if you can't carry a tune in a bucket. Because yeah. I cannot carry a tune in a bucket. I came from a family of people who sing, and we'd get in the car when I was little, and they'd all start, and I'd join in, and my brother would say, Mom, make her stop. Oh. Oh. Please make her stop, because I'd throw everybody off key. Oh, I'm that bad. <laughs> so I kind of took that scripture, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I have a dear friend who is similar to that. Mm-hmm. And um, I would sing forever, and I'd try to stay on key. It's hard. Finally, I said, I'm not staying on key. <laughs> I'm not. It is so fun to sing off key. <laughs> I mean it. Now, I I could do an example like with Motown music, mm-hmm. but it's it's like, stop in the name of love. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's see how much fun it is? Uh, really, it is, it fun. is fun. way yeah. more fun. So if you're having struggling with that, carrying your tune, don't bother. Love it. Go get them. Just when, make a joyful noise. That's it. When I was a new Christian, um, I had gone to a church that had, before I was a new Christian, um, I had gone to a church that had a really great choir. And I mean a great choir. And then um, I, I moved up north for a couple of years, and I started going to a little church up north. And... Um, the first time I, I I go to church and they have this woman that came up to sing, and um, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was she was a terrible singer, mm-hmm. and it took me aback at first because I was like, she's on the stage there, you know, and it kind of mm-hmm. threw me a little bit. But then I just said. Forget the voice and everything. Concentrate on what she's singing. Mm-hmm. She poured her heart out to the Lord, and by the end of her song, I'm like, it was just so precious. And oh. who cares what she sounds like? Yeah. And good for that church for letting her get on stage and give her sacrifice of praise mm-hmm. to the Lord. So it was. It it is precious, it's even precious. if you can't sing on yeah. tune. Well, I used to want to be on the praise and worship team, but I thought maybe they could just give me a dead mic, and I could just oh. get up there and mouth the words. <laughs> and I told another friend about that one time. She said, "Angie, I did do that because she said I'm not a singer, and they, but I am a big praise and worshiper." And she said, "They, it happened. They did that for me. Wow. And there's yeah. a reason in so many churches that the music is loud." 
It's mm-hmm. so that when people are there and the person next to them can't carry a tune in a bucket, or if they can't carry a tune, then it frees people up oh, yeah. to go ahead and still sing, mm-hmm. um, even though, because you, you don't feel like you anybody else can hear you can because hear it's you. so yeah. loud. Yeah. I feel like oh, your 80s awesome. pop star could be coming through oh. here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, let's, let's talk now a little bit about <laughs> Jesus coming and how yes. that might have changed our praise and our worship. You know, in the Old Testament, praise and worship kind of revolved around the sacrificial system. So, you know, when it would be a festival or a time for some kind of sacrifice, that always... St- involved praise and worship. Um, But now Jesus has come, and our worship centers on Him, Mm. because He was our sacrifice once and for all. Um, Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. So there's praise just in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. which I thought that was, I like that. I think that's really pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That even just saying his name can be a form of praise. There's a um, Gaither trio song, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Oh. Um, that's the sweetest name I know. Is yeah. it that one? Um, there's probably there's a lot of songs. Probably with a Jesus lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just something about that name. That's and it. Gloria yeah. Gaither starts, if you've heard it, she um, says, I've seen. Like a, a little body racked with fever, um, and you know, at the name of Jesus, the fever just fled. And she gives mm-hmm. several examples how just the name of Jesus mm-hmm. changes things. Changes things, and um, it's really a good song, and yeah. it's a good reminder, and it's great to sing along with. <laughs> Actually, I do know that song, and mm-hmm. I. I will sing that one sometimes. Mm-hmm. I won't do that in front of you ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, darn. I was hoping you would. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, another verse that I love is Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So let's talk about that a little bit. What what does that mean to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice? Because if we do that, that's true and proper worship. So what do you think? Why are you looking at me? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> well, you were kind of nodding your head, Rosemary. I thought, okay. Yeah, actually, that scripture, um, and then into, let me just finish that mm-hmm. with one, two. Okay. Um, it's It's the therefore... I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so I think for me, those two go together because it kind of explains what it is. Um, it making an intentional decision to use this body as a way to... Um, not engage in the world system in a worldly way, but use who I am fully to engage God in who He is and to um, have my mind renewed. That's a byproduct often of this praise and worship where we talk about we have this yucky mood, and then as we do that 
that praise and worship is a sacrificial thing. It's like, okay, God, I'm going to go take care of this. And you just do that, and it, there's a change in your mind. There's a change in your presence. So, And that helps you know God more. That's right, yeah. Well, I love that part about renewing your mind. Because yeah. <clears throat> um, one of the ways that we can praise and worship is by reading the Word, by being in the Word, by sharing the Word of God. And so what renews our mind oftentimes is the Word, too. Right. We get the Word of God in us, and that changes our thinking about things. Um, and once our thinking is changed, then our actions will change. Um, I think that's an important piece of it, too. That, that's the verse that I, uh, I, I wanted a scripture from my business mm-hmm. in, in counseling, and I was, um, I, this is the verse I chose, these two verses. And I was, um, when I'm stuck on a case sometimes, I go back and I reread this scripture, and I make sure that I, I, I actually, yeah, I reread it, um, and just let it sink in in another way. And it's like that, that taking my body to the altar is kind of a way to do it, saying, God, I don't know how to do this. So, Lord, I am, I'm just going to know that you do it, and I'm going to acknowledge that, and I'm going to praise you, and I'm going to bring your word in, and I'm going to stand on, it's not, I can't do this. I'm going to stand on that knowledge and know that you fully can, and you already know the outcomes. So it's helpful. That's like a real mm-hmm. basic way yeah. of walking out that praise. Well, Terry talked a little bit about different people, meet God in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are geared towards acts of service. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another way that we can praise and worship God is by the things that we are doing. Um, people that sing in the choir, people that go on mission trips, people that set up the chairs in the church on Sunday. Um, we can, those acts of service can be a way of praising and worshiping the mm-hmm. Lord too. And they don't always have to be in the church setting. No, right. not at all. Right. You know, yeah. it, just some practical ways to be the hands and feet of Jesus mm-hmm. to the people who don't know Him. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a big thing. You don't have to commit to being on every committee and every volunteer position, and you know, you don't have to go out and feed the homeless and give out the socks. And but those and are really great things. Those are great yeah. things. Yeah. Those are great things. But if that's not, sometimes it's not the place where you are yep. uh, in in your scheduling in your season of life. You know, sometimes those things just aren't available mm-hmm. for you. Um, so it could even be raking the leaves of your elderly neighbor yeah. or. Um, you know, just little things, mm-hmm. babysitting for that new mom who mm-hmm. just can't even see straight. You know, I remember I was in Target one day. My kids were in school. They were both school age. And um, there was a mom that I knew real well, and I ran into her at Target, and her she had a, a baby. I mean, probably not even a year old. And, you know, the baby was like... Bah, didn't want to be there. And then, of course, mom was all stressed out, but mm-hmm. she had things she had to get. And I was like, let me have that baby. Yeah. And she was like, what? And I said, just go do your stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me have this little girl. Yeah. And we'll meet you at the registers when you're done. Send me a text. We'll meet you at the registers when you're done. And she was like, okay. 
And she had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, just, it's fine. You yeah. go do your thing. I'm, I don't have anything planned for today. If you want to wander around here for two hours, the sweet girl and I are just going to wander around yeah. for two hours. That and we, if we sure. see you, we will walk the other way. So you don't even have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't acknowledge us. Right. You know, so she fine. ends up chasing you around the store. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just make sure baby the baby back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she did her stuff and she was like, mm. oh my gosh. I didn't even realize. And I said, I know you didn't, but I did because I've been there. And she was like, I will never forget that. And she told me, I mean, years later, she was like, I just remember that. And that was a big deal. I'm like, I can't. It's just those little teeny things Mm -hmm. that you can do to Mm -hmm. serve. The little everyday stuff. Yeah. And that's a part of like praise and worship. What it does Mm -hmm. is it repositions us Mm -hmm. in a way where our eyes are open towards God. So really, we can be doing anything. Yeah. Good. Like, we can't do bad things. <laughs> I hate when I think out loud like that. It's like all of a sudden someone comes in and is like, ooh, yeah, no, you oh, can't no, do that. Not, not yeah, bad. Not, no, but we can be doing anything with our eyes open towards God and open towards what he has for us. So a lot of things, very simple things mm-hmm. can be an act of praise and worship towards him. When our eyes are on him, too, and when we're connected to him. Yeah, it doesn't have to be big and overwhelming. I know sometimes it just feels like I can't do anything big. You know, I have kids and I have a husband and I have a job and I have Carline and I have all of these other things. And so I can't, I don't have time to do anything big, God, you know. And so if I don't have anything big, then it's not worth anything. But that's not how it is at all. It's like, God, what do you have for me? Right. And therefore it's big. Right. And, you know, maybe it's just. Not shaking your fist at the person who cut you off in car line. Mm-hmm. Darn. <laughs> on the way here. Oh, no. <laughs> a little right bit of uh, conviction going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, little, yeah. Yeah. just little yeah. things. Yeah. Sometimes I, um, I can do something out of the goodness of my heart. And speaking of traffic and driving, I will let someone out. I'm really good about letting them out, mm-hmm. but I'm not very happy if they don't say thank you. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, okay, come on, come on. And well, nothing. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have to keep your intentions pure too. Like we do it because it's the right thing to do, and God asks yeah. us not to get the thank you wave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think people are just, they kind of have an idea that praise and worship has to look like this, mm-hmm. has to look a certain way. The other thing I maybe would like to talk about is how this isn't necessarily prayer. No, it's not necessarily prayer. Yeah. Um, it can be. Right. But prayer can be a part of this. It could be a part of your prayer um, because like we talked about, at the acts, mm-hmm. you know, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So it, it can be incorporated in your prayer. Um, and oftentimes it is, mm-hmm. so that's that's great when that happens. But sometimes it's just a an attitude of your heart, so that when you get that parking place close to the front of the store, you say, mm-hmm. "Oh, thank you, Lord, you're so good to me." Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, that's just a little pop up kind of prayer, right? But it's praise, it's thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when I'm walking, I I'm not really much of a I don't think of myself as a nature person. You know, some people find that's where they most connect with God. But sometimes if I'm walking and it's late in the afternoon, I'm a big sunset person because I will look at the sky and I'm just 
overwhelmed mm-hmm. with how beautiful it is. And, and as I'm walking, I'll usually, I, I can't help but comment. I'll have to say, oh, Father, you are so awesome to create that yeah. every single day, to have that be in the firmament of your heaven. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just blown away by it. Um, so yeah, it, it can. I think worship can be separate. I mean, I am truly just in awe and in worship when I look at that sunset. Mm-hmm. I'm not praying for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually just a, a few minutes where I'm just kind of feeling it and um, acknowledging that He's the that creator. He's the creator. And he's that, the one that made that yeah. beautiful, beautiful sunset. Yeah. So, so it might involve like adoration. Mm-hmm. The confession that God is God and who He is yeah. and what He does, and I like that confession—not confession of sin, but a confession of the. You know, we truth. think of confession sometimes as just kind of the negative stuff, but a confession of the truth and the beauty and the reality of who God is. Mm-hmm. Almost just an acknowledgement. An acknowledgement. Yeah, I think yeah. it 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 shows that we have an understanding that God and Jesus are supreme. Um, that there's no one like Him. Um, well, that everything that we have comes from Him. Right. And then the other part of that is that thanksgiving for that. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily a supplication of, God, please give me this. No. So if you spend time in praise and worship, just that alone, acknowledging who God is, acknowledging what He does, being so grateful for that, mm-hmm. without having to say, oh, now can I have this? Yeah. Right. It creates more relationship. It does. I had a season in life where I didn't ask for anything for a while. <clears throat> I really felt the Lord kind of say, you know what? I just want you to focus on me, on on who I am to you, mm-hmm. and uh, who I am overall. And so I had about a month where I didn't ask for anything. All I did every day was that praise and worship. Um, and that really did change a lot of things in me. Mm-hmm. Um, because he knows what I need anyway. Right. right, and it's okay to ask. It's this fine was just to a ask. Time that you felt but this ignored. was just a time yeah. where I felt like I just really needed to focus on thanking him for the first fifty years of of him being in my life and what that meant to us, to our relationship. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a confession of, of thinking on the good things. You know, the word says if there's anything good, think on that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think we get so caught up with the bad that we're praying about right. that we forget about all the good that's gone on in our lives. And that's, it, it, as you were talking, it's like that's a filling. That is a filling of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's when, then when you go to ask, you already, it's like it's changed your vision of who God is. Mm-hmm. How you're seeing Him, you might see a new facet of Him. And so you're not in a rut of, God, thank you, thank you, thank you, give me this. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you, please give me this. Mm-hmm. You come out of that rut and you just go, whoa. I know who's God. I know what's going on. And it fills you up because there might be a time coming up where you need to stand on who he is. Just That's right. period. Stand on who he is. Mm-hmm. And you have filled your spirit. You've filled mm-hmm. your, um, your temple. Tank. Yeah. <laughs> your temple and your body as mm-hmm. um, I know who God is. I know what he does. I'm so grateful for you, God. And you can just stand in that. And that is very powerful. It's very, in Revelation, there's a, a scene of um, the throne of God and the angels are standing, encircling the throne, and they're crying, holy, holy, holy. Um, and something that I read one time said, the reason that they, I mean, this is going to be for eternity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The reason that they're able to do that is that like a diamond, there are so many facets to who God is and to his greatness and to his glory that 
that's what why they're crying out, holy, 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 because they are seeing a different facet of His holiness and of mm. His glory. Um, and and there are so many facets that that will go on for eternity. Mm. And I love that picture um, that He is so great and so awesome. Um, and we don't even we're just we're just touching the tip of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Oprah has that gratitude journal mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, gosh, wonder if like people. I don't know how it works, but I know that it's there. Like if three days, like three, just three items every day, mm-hmm. write down a new facet of God. Oh, just write yeah. down who he is. Yeah. Just know who he is. It might be a piece of scripture. It might be like, God, you created acorns and they are so cool. <laughs> yeah, they like, are. Who yeah. thought about that? You know, yeah. and, and just like, <laughs> I could keep myself busy, I think. <laughs> yes. Little things. Yes. Um, how amazing, mm-hmm. you know, to have a journal like that or a, just a, Yeah. And then when you get stuck or you're struggling or whatever, it's like, he makes acorns. That's right. And he provides a sunset, Mm -hmm. this beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Good reminders. Something we did for Thanksgiving this year that we have, that was new for us to do for Thanksgiving was my husband said, everybody needs to list seven things that they are thankful for and they can't be people. So you have to think about things other than people because it's easy to say mom and dad and brother and sister and grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Okay, that's only, and and aunt or cousin or whatever. So there you hit your seven, and right? Your dog. Yeah. And the dog, and the dog, right? You know, it can't you're not be... saying that much these days, are you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be saying that when we're done paying for vets, <laughs> anyway. Um, so it was very interesting because we are very quick to say, "Oh, I'm so thankful for my family. I'm so thankful for you know whatever." But my husband said it has to be like. Something, mm-hmm. and um, it really changed how we thought about things. And at first, I was kind of like, "I don't like this" because we're <laughs> like saying we're thankful for material things, and I don't like mm-hmm. that. But then I was I was the last person, and my kids were like, "I'm thankful for a comfortable house. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for heating. I'm thankful for you know these mm-hmm. things." And I thought. This is really cool because so often, like I said, we're focused on the, you know, God, you're good and thank you for this. But it's like, thank you for giving us heat Some specific in a Michigan winter. Yeah. You know, thank you for giving us the minds to be able to figure out how to make XYZ work. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for giving somebody the mind to understand how medicine works. Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, yep. Anyway. Yeah, like who thought to do all that stuff? Who yeah, thought to so eat cool. the moldy crust on the bread and that it might make them better? Better. I mean, <laughs> gross. Yeah, right. It probably was a guy. Same I, thing. Yes. <laughs> I who thought to drink the milk that. out of the cow? There's little details here. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I'm a firm believer. God gives people thoughts. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, it doesn't yes. just come out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Whether they're um, believers or not. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm wheezy today. Um, I think God puts thoughts in, you know, like, okay, maybe there's a chemist and he's, you know, researching and researching and all of a sudden here comes this idea like, oh, what what about this and this? I, I just believe 100% that that's straight from God. Oh, Absolutely. Because who would have thought we could pick up a cell phone, not wired to anything, yeah. and call anybody anywhere in the world? Right. I mean... Right. Incredible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sometimes think of like, ever see a toddler trying to do a puzzle? 
Mm-hmm. And then there's this one piece and they can't figure out how to do it. And, and then you just go, boop, you twist mm-hmm. it. And, and then all of a sudden it fits in there like, yay, or something like that. Yeah. It's like, I think I was just sitting there watching us trying yeah. to invent or figure out all mm-hmm. these things. And he just goes, boom, there's yep. an idea. There it is. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe. Well, the word says he makes the sun to shine on the righteous and the unrighteous. Mm-hmm. So that means all of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that he has given us a lot of ideas to make our lives oh, yeah. easier and better. Mm-hmm. Um, because he loves us. And I think having praise and worship in that positions you to hear it easier. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in your funk, mm-hmm. you can't hear anything, you yeah. can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Praise and worship is a great way to change your vision. Mm-hmm. Yes. That goes back to the being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And right. yeah. you know, in this in the biblical context, I think it it's more of keeping your mind on God. But then when he does have, when he is speaking to you, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's, I, I think God speaks to us not just in the, you know, okay, let that person in the, you know, in, in the, the traffic line, yeah. or whatever, um, or, you know, remember how good I am, or you need to go visit, or you need to be a nun, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, right. I, I yeah. think he speaks to us in a lot of ways. In a lot of different ways. You I know, agree. and that um, in that relationship that we have, it is sometimes practical things too. Yeah. Um, and so when we are connected there, then that's where that transformation comes in and we're able to be open to seeing those things. Mm-hmm. Let's just go back over a couple little things. So we know that prayer could be a part of praise and worship. Confession, it could be a part of praise and worship. Reading and confessing the word mm-hmm. could be a part of praise and worship. Singing and music. Let's put dancing in there too, because there are some people out there who love to dance yeah. before the Lord. That's um, controversial, you know. Dancing. I did not know. It's that. just because the some people aren't good dancers. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. We had a little lady in the, a church that we went to one time who would get down front at every service and dance and shake her tambourine. Um, and, and there was a lot of discussion in the, in the church about should that be allowed, should that not be allowed. Well, she had been healed of cancer. Mm. And so once everybody knew that that's why she was down there dancing and shaking that tambourine... Then it was fine with everyone, mm. but I think sometimes you know we have some preconceptions, and we think, oh, you know that that just doesn't look very churchy or right. you know very reverent, mm-hmm. because what she was doing didn't really look reverent, <laughs> but it was sure celebratory. I mean, she was celebrating. Mm. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing we didn't talk about was giving. Giving can be mm-hmm. an act of praise and worship. Mm. Um, and that's a gift that some people have. They love to give. That fills them up. Um, and also, when we celebrate the Last Supper, when we have communion, that's kind of the ultimate form of praise and worship, I think. Um, because that really says that we've become the body of Christ and that we believe that the blood was shed for us and the body was sacrificed for us um, and that we are a part of the family of God. So I think I love that one the most. Mm -hmm. It does position us correctly. And it does, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that is a lot of discussion on praise and worship. That's a lot to think about. And I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Does anybody have anything else to add for today? Nope. 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 Somebody want to pray us out?
Yep. Okay. Lord, we're just so thankful um, for you. Lord, we do adore you. We do worship you, and we do praise you for your goodness and your kindness and your um, beauty that you put all around us that um, is just for us to enjoy. And um, your ways are so much higher than ours, we can't even begin to imagine the thoughts that you have given and will give to people. And you're just, you're just the best. And we're so thankful, Father, that you call us to yourself, that you allow us to be a part of your family, that you allow us to um, have your spirit living in us when we accept your Son as our Savior. And we just um, just praise you for your goodness. We ask that anyone that's listening today might have maybe a new insight about praise and worship or an, a new way to think about how to go about it or how you connect with God, how they w- might connect with you. And um, we just ask you for open hearts and open eyes as we look at praise and worship and help us to put some of these things into practice maybe this week. We thank you, Lord, for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>